0: Out of the long box and into your ears. It's Matt and Brett Love Comics. Hi. What's going on, everybody? This is Matt. Hey, this is Brett. Uh, we are—we're uh, really excited. We got a really great show lined up for you guys today. Uh, Alan is just dying at uh, the intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: you God. like that? We're trying out new professional-sounding stuff, Alan. <laughs> yeah, so it's get great. Get on board or hop off the train. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. So uh, we pick. A comic book storyline, and we invite our friends over to read it, and we talk about it roundtable style, just like a regular book club, except more fun. Yeah, because we're not reading, like, Oprah picks. Well, I think Oprah would pick this book. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This seems like a very Oprah book, right? Yeah. Um, We're talking about We Three today, and joining us on the show are two very funny comedians, uh, Kelly Hudson. Hello. Hello. And also, Alan Starzynski. (laughs) Hello. 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 We're a barbershop quartet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, You can see Kelly at the UCB Theater performing with the uh, Sketch Team Beige Mm -hmm. on one of the Mondays of the month.
2: Yes. I think we have a show in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Uh, so
0: that's uh, September... 17th. September 17th okay. at 9.30 at yes. UCB Theater.
2: And we're just going to
0: get the plugs out of right the now. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: this is credits.
0: This is credentials.
1: Uh, and Alan is on the improv team Sandino. Uh, longest running team on Herald Night currently. Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I'll tell you, uh, my my personal favorite Herald team. Oh. Uh, throwing down some yeah. gauntlets and on hands, here. Hands down. Uh, you guys, uh, watching you guys perform is... Uh, the, the first time, and we're all friends. But I remember going to see Sandino the first night that they performed, and you guys instantly from your first show. I was like, "Oh, holy shit! These guys go together really well." And you guys continue to make uh, really great shows. Thank uh, it's, yeah, they're exciting to watch. We, I, I was blessed with the group that I was put on. Like,
3: they're all amazing performers. Yeah. 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 But, we're here to talk shit about
4: them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, who do uh, you hate them? most? No, uh, Just, yeah. This is, Matt and Brett love people, too. Yeah, Matt and Brett hate
0: people, love comics.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hate people. <laughs> uh, but there is also another unifying thing that both Alan and Kelly have done, Oops. that we are super, this is like an exclusive. Yeah. This is a peek behind the Oz curtain mm-hmm. Kevin Smith's <laughs>
0: Oz curtain I feel like right now I feel like you feel like Perez Hilton or the guy that yeah. runs TMZ like yeah. you are about to blow the Ooh. doors off shit <laughs> we're of course talking about Fat Penguin yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: what I thought you were going to say I was like we also were on one of our first impromptu yeah. that's true, that's oh, true. Just slightly legendary uh, yeah. Kevin
1: Smith presents Fat Penguin <laughs> yeah.
0: that's right they um, were sl- they, they, I wouldn't say slightly you guys were uh, fantastic yeah. you guys were uh, you guys went on a cage match tear
2: yes we did, we did. Mm-hmm. that for, was pretty that was pretty historical for indie teams
0: yeah oh yeah. yeah that was the uh, that was that was when we, we apparently had some type of conspiracy uh, behind the scenes at UCB to we're try getting and, real inside baseball right yeah. <laughs>
4: oh yeah, yeah
1: way too way
0: too inside baseball I
1: don't even know baseball that's
0: right, um, right
1: that's right about fat uh, yeah but uh there Join both, us. Um, check out the feed for the fat penguin podcast coming to you in yeah. 2012 Wait, um, this, i was gonna say 2020 my brain isn't working anyway
0: and but actually before we get into that unifying theme too i wanted to uh also talk briefly about uh kelly's venture uh, rejected Pitches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which has uh, just been picked up by, or <laughs> Brad- not been picked up. <laughs> uh was. You guys have been running.
2: Yeah. On. Broadway Video uh, decided to buy the series and then... Well, um, buy? They, well, they bought the first six, yeah. Oh, wow. And yeah. so we had to take them off our YouTube site, and we were never allowed to put up Pulp Fiction, which just went up this week. Yes, it was um, great. So that was exciting. Um, and then it, they produced with us six more episodes. Is there going to yeah.
1: be like a notice of people who love the first it, series going to be yeah. like, Whoa, it they got look, Dallas. They
2: got professional makeup, at least. <laughs> yeah. I have, like, amazing hair and makeup for it. Um, and then and then we're not shooting in the old Onion office. We're now shooting in the Broadway video
4: office. Oh, okay. Wow. So,
2: yeah, so it, it looks different. Um, same same deal, same lovable idiots, um, same hateable idiots. Yeah. Everyone in the comics hates us so much, but yeah. so uh, just means it's working. Wait,
3: <laughs> they're in a different office
0: I'm not watching <laughs> <laughs> So briefly
2: uh, Tell us uh,
0: Just give us the capsule
2: Oh Rejected Pitches Is about um, uh, We have a different writer Of a very famous movie In every episode um, And we have him Coming in to Pitch us the script Basically And we're the Asshole execs Who are saying um, You know We just want you to Change one little thing You know What if E.T. Doesn't die at the What if he does die He does yeah, die yeah. Yes So like we change One very vital part of the movie and change it all up, so we think you know it's a lot more swallowable for the general public. And yeah, it just yeah. Rips it to you,
1: just shreds. Call it, you call ET a little brown turd. Yes, like yes, a lot. Yes, yes. Uh, if
4: the yeah. brown oh boy, yeah.
2: Definitely, we definitely got real carried away with turds in the improv and just ended Who up making though? it. Yes, <laughs> sure. ended up making the. Whole episode about that, <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really, really been a great time. So, and we've worked with a lot of people, a lot of great people who play the writers who are guests on the show. And yeah. Um, My boyfriend Dan Klein, who plays the blonde idiot named Derry in the show, (laughs) what a great name! Not a name. Well, Derry, that's so great. It's disgusting. Yeah, he writes. He writes the show. I edit the show, um, and then Ben Rameka acts with us. So we we also have like rehearsals and uh, improv sessions beforehand, so we can kind of come up with new stuff before we shoot. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good. Yeah.
1: Definitely, got check, got check that out, y'all. Check it out. It's on
2: above average. It's like a, it's a YouTube channel that Broadway Video made to produce like online web series. A lot
0: of great stuff. I I keep wanting to call their network Above Anonymous. Every time I say it in my head, I'm like, that's not (laughs) right. That
2: doesn't make sense at all. That's like the
0: sound. No, it right. doesn't even sound close. Yeah, to is right, that a right?
2: thing?
1: Yeah, and anonymous will get really mad. Wait, there's someone who thinks they're above us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then,
2: they'll
4: kill
0: you. Actually, that is kind of funny to put on uh, to like make your YouTube channel called Above Anonymous because mm-hmm. all of the anonymous comments that come in, you're above them.
4: Yes,
0: <laughs> I made <laughs> it work. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> 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 Alice,
4: not, not impressed. impressed.
0: Um, but Alan and Kelly, not only Fat Penguin, you do also have uh, another unifying credit mm-hmm. uh, to your resume. You were so you both know. on the AMC show, Comic Book Man. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so much beloved. I know nothing about, about the it.
2: reception.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've only
1: I. It was one of those things where, like, the trailers. I was like, oh, this could be bad for us as a community. Right. And then I read, I watched like a couple of clips, like the preview clips they gave. I was like, oh, those seem exactly what you would think it would be, which is, you know. Uh, like, dude, dudes. We're, yeah.
2: yeah, we're seven years old, but we're 45
1: yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, and and okay. then I read, like, Comics Alliance, I think, wrote, like, one of the, like, most comic book journalists, like, just didn't even bother because it was like, I don't want to make myself mad. But one guy was like, You know, I'm going to do it, guys. Like, someone has to. And he watched <laughs> it and wrote a thing. And it was like, Okay, yeah. So bad. It was a scathing
0: review. Oh man. Um, so it
2: was as bad as I thought. Okay. <laughs> so
0: so you guys uh, you guys were you taped that at the Jay and Silent Bob's in Red Bank?
2: Yes.
3: Is
0: that correct? Yeah, the yeah. secret
2: stash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, and you weren't on the same episode. You no. were you were on different no, episodes. No. So you have different experiences, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Um <laughs> so uh, Alan, let's let's start with you. Uh what uh what was it uh, what was it like coming on to the show and
3: Alright, here, I'm gonna give you the dish of what they wanted me to do.
0: Because
3: <laughs> oh, I was, like, not thrilled about it. Alan oh, no.
1: is a you're a big comic book fan, too. Yeah, yeah so not, books, so I love comic books. It's not like they were, like, trying to find, like, people who weren't in the know. No,
2: they were looking for people who knew about comic books. Yeah. Which and I, I like, comic books, but this store had none of the comics <laughs> yeah. that I liked.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
2: okay, so go on, Alan.
3: Um, well, yeah, I do know a lot about comic I like, um, like, my thing is, like, I like kind of obscure heroes and stuff, and that's what I, that's why I end up talking, I end up, t- I end up having, like, a legit long conversation with the guy, um, about Steve Ditko and, like, Ditko's superheroes and stuff, but before I went in there, before I even met the guys, what they wanted me to do was tell, like, because I was going in with comic books to, like, sell yeah. Can't see me do air quotes, but that's why I did.
4: Because
3: um, <laughs> I was like, "What? What? Who cares? Whatever, I'll do it." Um, and because I've got, I've got some good stuff. Yeah. Um, like my my prized possession, I'll say, is a, a graded eight point Hulk 181, first appearance of Wolverine. Jeez. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they wanted to give me an insulting price for it. How much? They wanted to pay me like. Four hundred and fifty dollars for it. I kind of I... uh, eight
0: level. No, eight level. You could at least get a couple grand for. I want to look I can't get up. a
3: couple grand. I could probably get a thousand dollars for it. I want to look it up. Uh, yeah, um, but I also had like an autographed edition of, from Jim Lee of uh, CGC graded a nine point six um, of
0: X Men number one. Oh. That's nice. I was just looking that up the other day. That's that's at least worth a gram. That's what it's it's selling it's selling high.
3: X Men number one from like
0: the nineties. Yeah, the signature edition. Yeah.
3: Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, they wanted to offer me like the combination of the two for like oh yeah or something. Okay, I just went to Comic Book Realm,
1: which is what I use to like grade all my comic books. An mm-hmm. eight Hulk one eighty one on here is $1,530. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, oh anyway. Oh,
2: God, I can't wait to tell you what I had to do. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! So they, All right, so go they, on about the money they offered you.
3: So they lowballed <laughs> you. They low-balled me hard. Mm-hmm. But okay. here's the thing, like, they get to a point, like, because they wanted to make it more interesting. Why were you coming in to sell this? So they wanted me to feed them this bullshit story of... <laughs> that I was getting engaged.
2: Oh my God. (laughs) And I wanted
3: to buy a wedding ring. And I, when I did it, it was not believable at all because I was just like, I don't need to do this. (laughs) I've already, I've already got their attention. I know about, I know what I'm talking about. We're having a good conversation and stuff. Um,
2: But then they kept prodding and leading you. Yeah.
3: But I even, no, they didn't because they didn't know. They called me out. They go, so come on, forget all the cameras and stuff. Are you actually getting engaged? I was like, uh, and then the director's like come on man you can't ask him that <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: we're all people here it's not yeah. like we have to lie to these like it's animals so weird so yeah. like the
1: guys who work at, at the store who are the stars of the show do not like are unaware of the weird machinations going on behind yes, them yeah. they were
2: controlling them in a very strange way i was not allowed to talk to them until i walked in the door and cameras are on yeah. me
3: and i <laughs> i had like and i have a good story behind the books that I got like Mm -hmm. they all revolved around my mom like my mom for me to get that 181 was like a live auction Mm -hmm. Um, and my mom had to miss she never missed a single one of my plays in high school and this was like a play that was only going up once and she missed and I like because I wanted this I was like please do this for me I'm paying for it please I need somebody there because there's another friend of mine who was like trying to get it. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, please be there and do that. She was like, all right. And she wasn't happy about it, but I got it. Wow. Um, And she did that for me. And then the Jim Lee autograph thing, she flirted with the security guard to bump me ahead of the line.
4: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at, a comic book, at a comic book convention. <laughs> so Holy this is basically shit.
2: like
3: the characters from, from
1: uh, Rejected Pitches are exactly. like, no, 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 no. No,
2: no, 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 That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, no, 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 no. We want you to get engaged. You know, like,
4: it's so <laughs> fucking cheese. Who's this shit?
3: The prices that they would give me for these books would not help me with a wedding ring. I
4: was
3: like... $500! I, like, I, I was like... I could coach 10 times... I could coach improv 10 times and I would make that money. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, no, no thank you. Um,
4: that sucks. Is
1: that what your bit on the show was? Was, they, was you actually like denying them? Did all that make it on
3: air? Yeah, because I turned them down. They actually eventually did buy something from me. It was like kind of... I, I was like, alright, they bought... A Killing Joke first edition for oh. me, and a Mr. A number one, which okay. was like this old Ditko book. That yeah, wasn't in the greatest condition, but they mm. bought those two for me for like twelve bucks. I wasn't fine. I was fine with that. Oh
4: <laughs> God!
3: Then they sold <laughs> off camera. The director is pissed about this. One, like one of the experts was in there, like just in case. He sold the Mr. A, which essentially he bought from me for two bucks, and bought the yeah. Killing Joke for ten. He sold it to the guy there for 20 bucks in front of me. Oh. And the director was like, whoa, we shut off the cameras! Why?
4: It was
3: <laughs> oh. the funniest oh, thing. Man. It was so funny because they missed that because that would have been great because I was like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> <didn't> really? <laughs> do that in front of me? Um, but it was cool. We talked about Steve Ditko and a lot of like the Charlton heroes and stuff because yeah. I have like first appearance of question um, a bunch of like Older stuff. Did he do? Did he do the fly too? Was that him? I don't know if he did the fly. I know he did like Captain Adam and Big Beetle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like pretty much all of the heroes, everything in Watchmen was essentially Ditto yeah. created characters that they had to alter to become new heroes. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Which um, they're now realtering Captain Adam to be Doctor Manhattan, basically in the DC universe. Cool. Yeah. So Kelly has a different experience.
4: I have a different experience, okay.
2: So there was, like, a casting call for UCB, and I wasn't, like, part of the performer list yet, but, of course, my boyfriend was like, you should do this, because I know yeah. you like comics. And and so I asked John for Shante. He was like, yeah, it's fine. And so I talked to this casting lady on the phone several times, and she wanted me to send her, like, a list of what I like and everything, and um, stuff I could talk to them about. And... I was like, all right, well, I'm a huge Daniel Klaus fan. Um, the only thing I've never owned... I mean, half of my collection is gone because my ex took it Like, cause we uh. bought them together in college. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I have to like, re-get all my eight balls and stuff. But I was like, I have never owned Poussey. Slash, I really don't have any interest in that particular comic because it looks sure. so disgusting. It's about this like man who's like this nasty comic book artist. I yeah. Think. Yeah. And, and I was like, I don't want to read that one, but I, I'm sure I would like it. So I was like, yeah, I, I would like to buy that. She's like, we, they don't have that in stock in the store. I'm like, this is a TV show. Like, why don't you get it in stock? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, instead of formulating some bullshit fiction, why don't you just get it? Yeah. And then we'll do that. Stop and buy it. Yes. So instead, she's like, oh, I think it, was, it would be just so funny if you ask about Poussey and then the, the conversation that would ensue from that. I mean, this casting director was very well-intentioned. I don't blame her for anything that happened. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, God, what's going to happen? So she tells me, I have to buy my own train ticket to
4: Red Bank. Okay. And I have to
2: bring money to buy comics. For real.
1: Great. Which I like they, have, they have casting directors casting their customers. Yes!
2: Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, they're using this opportunity to swindle people out of their comics for a cheap price, so they have a great collection, and they're making money off of the purchases. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that they're a little uncomfortable with that. There's a the thing to about that.
3: Like, I was told, like, if you don't want if like after the sale happens, I'm using air quotes. You don't want the sale, it, then you can get your money back. Then you can get your money back. Yeah. Okay. Well,
2: that's good to know. But no one told me that. So. <laughs> did they oh, no, but I was you for happy. the train ticket? Oh no.
3: They reimbursed me. They I made did? Sure of that? Yeah. Oh. oh I yeah. should write them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get your twelve dollars. You
2: bastards. Well, anyway, so I took off work. <laughs> I was excited to do it, and whatever. It was. It sounded like a fun thing to do. Um. So I went in there and. They immediately start like asking, they ask me what I want, and like, I'm like, do you guys have Poussé? And they're like, oh, I wouldn't know where to get it. He sure wouldn't know where to get it. You know, so (laughs) it's it's all about. Yeah, the fat people with the beard was probably the worst okay. one. Yeah, that's he what I is, heard. He's the worst. And all the clips
1: I've watched, like all the other guys, like he's, Kevin Smith actually like it seems like a perfectly nice guy. Like yes. I actually enjoy talk, like hearing yeah. him talk. And everyone else on the show also seems like and totally nice guys. And the main like, guy nice who guys. actually sold yeah. me
2: something was a totally normal person who, yeah. if anything, was a little embarrassed the whole time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, dude um,
3: with, that dude with the beard the with is the basically beard. cast to be like yeah. the asshole. He
2: the... doesn't know
3: anything about comic books either.
2: <laughs> Yeah, like, and the Asian guy was, like, just there to be, like, a little brother or something, and they I just agree. ribbed on him. Anyway, it was very embarrassing and strange. And then, um, the only Daniel Klaus book they had was, uh, that hardcover, um, The Death Ray? Death Ray, yeah. Which you can yeah. listen to
1: Ryan Stegman talk about on one of our past episodes. Yeah, Check out true. The website. Which,
2: Death Ray is one of the ones that I had lost in the divorce and
4: yeah
2: or college uh so i was like oh cool i'd like a copy of that because i remember when it came out and that was yes really into daniel claus and um so then i got that and then i was like oh also here's another thing we can talk about is this batman the dark Knight series which i had read as a kid because my brother had it and i really wanted that too so he tried to sell me like a three issue original like the separates Oh, uh, oh yeah yeah and for like 80 bucks or something, and I was like, no! <laughs>
4: <laughs> and
2: they were like, uh, can you come up with a reason why you can't get it? And I'm like, what are you talking about? What other reason is there except that I don't want to, like, spend the money on it?
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 80 bucks is yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, I could spend $5 and buy that on Amazon. Yes. Yeah. 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 I say mean, that and be like, because... The money that... (laughs) Oh, my God, that'd be hilarious.
2: I I mean, I had fun talking to them, and it was, like, a fun experience, but overall, I just felt a little sick afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, oh, God, what was that? Why did I take off work all day for that? Well, you
0: brought up an interesting point, too, which is that, like, there's enough... There's, there's enough backstory and there's enough interesting information there that you don't really need to manipulate it, Yeah, right? you don't yeah. need to make
2: shit up. Yeah. And yeah. if someone has an interesting story, then you should accommodate that rather than, like, you know, shoving the marshmallow through the keyhole. <laughs> Wait, that's like None an analogy that. for a soft dick. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> shoving the marshmallow through a keyhole. So, Alan, when they shove their
0: marshmallow through your keyhole... Oh, you
3: know, I'm wondering... Uh, because I always forget if I sign confidentiality stuff and then I don't acknowledge it at all. That's what I'm wondering about right now. Yeah, I don't
2: really think it's a problem. Um, I don't really give a shit. But, well, I signed something. They made, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too.
3: They made fun of me for looking like Kirk Cameron several times. Yeah. Uh, and the puns that they would come up with. like Or like the guy with the beard. Just like he would just try to come up with um, I know you're upset
0: puff. show me that smile again yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> they keep trying to do that a lot it was really funny very
2: lame joke
0: uh, yeah. for those of you listening if you look up Alan on the internet uh, he does bear a striking resemblance to Kirk Cameron he does
2: indeed um, but like pre
1: we all knew he was crazy yeah yeah. yeah yeah pretty crazy Kirk. Kirk. he was yeah. still crazy then we just didn't really no one know secretly crazy secretly crazy,
0: crazy. <laughs> uh, so so through your experience if you guys were producing that show what do you I, I feel like I think we can all agree there's there's potential for like a really good series in there yeah, right? or something yeah. interesting. So like well, what from your from your experience being on the show, what do you think? Uh, what do you think would would work better or seem like? Well, it would, I think uh,
2: like having a little powwow ahead of time where I meet the guys and it's not like oh oh hi you know when <laughs> yeah, I like, like yeah. walk in there. And it's like, okay, what do you guys want to do? Like that would be a lot easier because they're obviously performers. Yeah, they're performing on a show. I'm a performer. I was hired because I'm a comedian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about what we want to do and come up with something fun rather than you guys harping on something that makes no sense in the context of me coming in there. Basically, the idea they
1: had with you was "poussé" sounds like. And you're a
2: woman, so (laughs) it'll be a really cool, funny dynamic. Oh, we only have
0: one copy. It's
2: (laughs) a
4: hot, wet
0: poussé. they they harped on the (laughs) Poussey
2: thing. After Uh, I was, like, paying, too, they were still talking about it. And they used it, and they were like, ooh. (laughs) 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 Perfect. Tiny hand uh, rub was what sold it. (laughs) A tiny man with tiny hands rubbed his hands together. Um, But, yeah, I think that communication between the performers would be a good thing. Yeah. 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 And I, not making us fabricate stupid
4: stories. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I I just didn't even want to mention it. I didn't even want to mention the thi- the the engagement. the engagement thing because it didn't even come up until like halfway through <laughs> the not even halfway through. Like towards the end is when it's when we totally like, irrelevant.
2: Yeah, it didn't make
3: it was like and it was like oh I'm getting engaged blah blah and it's like. Don't make me say that bullshit. Yeah. Just make but the I,
2: show what it is. It's a show about comic books. Like, yeah, that I yeah. think the, the producers thought that. Oh, this isn't going to be good
1: enough. You know. Well, well you it's know, it's, it's like the, the the bad you stereotype know? of the comic book store worker and the comic book, comic book fan. I feel like it's what the producers really wanted, like to like present is like right. the, the the more original show is having a comic book store full of like people who work there that are like nice, friendly, maybe well dressed, maybe like well manicured. Like yeah, maybe yeah. you have more interesting dyna- dynamic personalities instead of like, "Shall we do with a baseball cap?" And like, "Oh, that dude with a crazy Alan Moore beard." Like, yeah. just fucking <laughs> yeah. don't. It's just perpetuating stereotypes just to keep them out there because we know it's easy. It's an easy joke. Those be comic book store men because men like comic books. Mm. What they're yeah. comic book men. I will
3: say that
4: <laughs> I comic uh, book. Yeah, store comic in high book school, men. <laughs> the
3: comic book store in high school that was the guys that were yeah. it. it was those <laughs> It is two. true. I, I dealt with like I've dealt with like the good comic book stores, but the comic book store that was by me in high school was those like these two guys. One of them was like I remember like they were partners and the one like was such a piece of shit. He was like, <laughs> um, well, uh, like that kind yeah. of like, mm-hmm. oh, comic book man. guy. It seems yeah. like with a
1: show you'd want to present, like, like the hook is, oh, it's a comic book store, but they're nice people. Yeah. Or like, they're not this thing like,
2: it's not an unlikable, like, co- uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's that negativity that people love. <laughs> you oh know? yeah, and it's like, also like in general like, boo-boo child. Yeah. Oh. So,
0: Oh, man, that show's horrible! I've never seen I it. it.
1: National Geographic Don't. did just do a special about Midtown Comics mm-hmm. called Comic Book, Comic Book Heroes, or Comic Store Heroes. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, and it had, I didn't get to watch it, but, like, I watched a whole lot of, like, things about it, and it seemed like it was more of the other side. I mean, I saw Thor Parker, who is, who, from all of his online persona, he's, like, their publicity guy, and he's, like, a well dressed, fun, oh, nice right, guy. Right, right. Yeah, he's
0: a good dude. Yeah,
1: so it's like, okay, well, I'm glad that there was a show <laughs> on National nice. Geographic, About- which I don't think as many people have ABC. <laughs> but,
3: you know. Even Forbidden yeah. Planet, that's in New York, used to have, like, there used to be, like, a bunch of dickheads that work. They
0: have really snotty. Snotty people working at Forbidden Planet in New York for a while. Yeah. yeah. And but it's not gotten anymore? It's gotten better. Yeah. So, like every time
2: I go, it's a little easier to ask a question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah.
0: Well, one time I went in there, one time I went in there and I was asking for a specific book, and the guy rolled his eyes at me and went, ugh. And I went, hold on. I'm sorry. I want you to look at this store <laughs> that you have with thousands of books and tell me why I'm stupid for not knowing where a book is (laughs) because I'm not the person that stocks your store.
2: Oh my God. And he
0: went, he goes. He goes. Well, if, did you did you look under D? And I said, Yeah, I know how the alphabet works. I looked
2: yeah. under D. Yeah. So,
0: so and I said, Do you not know where it is then? And he goes, Well, I can look for it. I said, No, I'm sorry. Do you not know where it is? And he said, No. And I said, Fuck you. And I walked. Oh, uh, boom! I bought it at. Uh, I wound up going to like uh, what used to be Cosmic Comics across from yeah. uh, uh, the Shake Shack yeah. on Twenty Third Street. Uh, oh. Yeah, it, it, there's no reason. There's no reason to behave
3: well,
2: that way. I have to, to look this up now. Yeah, <laughs> your, your, high,
0: sorry.
3: your high, your high fidelity esque snottiness yeah. is doesn't apply anymore. Yeah. Like, when I was
1: in high school, I thought the high, the guys working in high fidelity were like super cool. I was like, oh, Jack Black. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh no, they're just assholes. Yes, yeah, they're yeah.
2: old, like, dumb assholes.
1: In high school,
0: I thought they were awesome, and now that I'm an no. adult, I'm like, oh no, and like, they
2: haven't not. accepted adulthood. Yeah. yeah, that's the
0: thing. Yeah. There's, there's a difference between like. Like, like it seems like they're still rebelling against an authority that is no longer in control yeah, of their so lives. Authority. It's just lashing out yeah. at nothing. and Mom you're like, and
2: Dad are back home. Yeah. And they're happy
0: to be rid of you. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> all your stuff out of their basement. They're not upset about that. Yeah. Speaking yeah. about well, lashing out against authority.
1: And I love that movie. We can move on to our pick uh for the week. Oh, Woo! good transition. Yeah,
2: yeah we're I all like about it. transition yeah. too. Yeah. Uh
1: Matt picked We Three by Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly, published by Vertigo. Uh, which is a imprint of DC Comics. Yeah,
0: 2003, um, I think? I think. The original... Uh... Um,
1: Three-issue miniseries, which you don't ever see. Mm-hmm. Miniseries are usually a minimum of four issues, I feel. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's actually because of a postage rule.
0: Yeah. Um, back in the day when um, comics made a lot of money uh, through discounted shipping costs through uh, the U.S. Postal Service... Um, to be considered, I think, a periodical, you had to release four consecutive issues of a book. Oh, wow. So instead of three-issue miniseries, they started, uh, creating four-issue miniseries.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then now they're like, yeah, whatever, Grant Morrison can just do three.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Grant Morrison, (laughs) Grant Morrison, Frank Whiteley, they're gonna do something together okay about animals whatever it is oh
0: they're just going to draw on the door in our bathroom sure (laughs) sounds great
3: it could be it could mail that door to everyone (laughs) changes of of poop it could be pages of poop like different drawings of poop the talking turd (laughs) and (laughs)
4: Grant
3: Morrison (laughs) will give dialogue to each of them and people will buy it
1: yeah but this Um, series is about uh, the government has now decided to a government program that has decided to start arming animals
0: Yeah, basically to reduce human casualties in war, the government has funded a scientific program to operate on animals, to uh, put them in sort of uh, exoskeleton suits of armor with with weapons, and they've also manipulated the uh, uh, central nervous systems and brains of these animals so that the animals can communicate with humans and also make independent decisions on... Uh, using the weapons in their arsenal.
2: And talk.
0: And they can talk. And they have a limited range of speech. Oh, man, every time. Depending
2: on their brains, I feel like... The, there's a rabbit, there's a cat, and there's a dog. Yes. And depending on their different brains, they, like, focus on different things. Yes. And, oh, yeah,
1: they all definitely, like, because yeah. the dog is very much like a dog. He's very concerned with, like, other people and, like, how... He's very concerned with, like, his own morality and He's a way. also, yeah, yeah, he's
2: emotional. Yeah. yeah. And the cat is not emotional. The cat is a lot more um, feisty, aggressive, yeah. And then the rabbit's mostly just focusing on eating and stuff. It's very
0: like yeah. That. The rabbit's very <laughs> instinctual. Yes, the yeah.
2: rabbit's the cutest one because it doesn't know what's happening. I feel like
0: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. And uh. And yeah. So the government program. Uh, well, let's get it. Let's just start talking about it issue by issue. Yeah, I, and we can I, talk about the story as we go.
3: I will say, like, I love, I like Grant Morrison's great because all of his, all of his characters are definitely, like, individual. There's a clear line across. Where some writers, they just are... Te- they're focused on kind of telling the story and the yeah. characterization of people. They're just like, this dialogue is just to push the story yeah. itself Yeah, this along. dialogue could be yeah. spoken by anyone and yeah. it not matter. And all of it, it's just... It's character-based. Yeah. And character yeah.
1: All three of the main animals have very distinct, like, ways of speaking and, like, ticks and, like... It's 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 weird. It very very the dialogue is written as if a dog learned English. This is how a dog I think would actually talk. Yeah. Because they say like, just like very like one word sentences. Very like uh, the same things over and over again. Like yeah. yeah. Dog good good dog. Oh man. Ugh.
2: Oh, uh, whenever he says "bad dog," it's too sad. Oh,
0: <laughs> heartbreaking. Yes, <laughs> like uh, whenever
2: he's doing stuff he doesn't want to do, I feel like he starts saying "bad dog." He's yeah, generic. he's like, "Oh God, what's happening to me?" But
0: like, yeah, the, the, a senator comes to visit the project, and well, is, let's talk about that opening. Yeah. Let's talk about that opening fight. The way that we actually get introduced oh, to yeah. the animals is. Uh, it's very story like the way that the way that this opening fight is is choreographed. It's very like storyboard esque, yeah. mm-hmm. um, yeah. and uh, and and Grant Morris or I'm sorry, Frank Whiteley is a fantastic like he does a he can yeah. tell a story so well through pictures. Mm-hmm. And that opening has no, no dialogue. Words. And what I love about it too is if you look at I think that the way that he drew it, it seems like everything is not necessarily from the uh, uh, ocular point of view of the animals, but, like, sort of the way that yeah. animals would focus on the scene itself. Mm-hmm. Like, the opening couple pages, everything is these very tight shots yeah. of what we're Most looking at. Most of the
1: people, at, you only see them from, like, the nose down a lot of the
0: time. Which is, which is what I would think an animal would focus on when you're speaking yeah. to it, right? Like, it's concentrating on your mouth, or... Right. If you're not speaking to it, it's concentrating on oh, your that's midsection.
2: Yeah, the, it's from the animal's perspective. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But it's also really creepy. I didn't even realize
1: it. That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> that's really the brilliant. first, like, eight pages are silent, and you don't even see... You don't... If you did not know, like, from the cover of the graphic novel or from the cover of, like, the issue or anything, if you didn't know what the series was about, yeah, it's very creepy because there's weird, these weird little things, Those like, little scurrying lights. around mm-hmm. there. They're always drawn as if they're just out of the panel. Like they yeah. have just eluded like the, the person seeing us like seeing them. Right. Uh, until like they get into until they get into like the giant like the, the escape the pet supplies truck. Yeah. And then they're just sitting
0: there. Yeah. Dog, cat, and rabbit. <laughs> but what I love about that too is is the the build through the art to that double page spread where, spread where we see that uh is. Guerrera just get
2: shredded by bullets. Yeah, like what is that? The detail, full of holes yeah. until his body just splits apart. Yeah. <laughs> and and the
0: the detail there, it just it is it is literally an explosion of action yeah. with no words. And then the way that the shots are framed immediately after that are so matter of fact, like mm-hmm. the creepy, the, the creep factor sort of disappears. Like we have these like quiet wide shots the until scary, we scary
2: like alien bug like things, yeah, coming yeah. out and scurrying away, and then you see them there, and then they're just little pets. Yeah, <laughs> and then
0: surprise you guys. Uh, They are they are household animals. It's yeah. <laughs> uh, also the sad thing that like the covers of every
1: single issue are the the lost posters for yeah. animals. Yes, which where you
2: learn like their names. They were kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Why didn't they just? Why did they have to steal them?
2: Yeah. Why didn't they? Yeah, get they their could have just tons- gotten them, bought them from a pet store, or yeah. got them from a
3: pound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like they stole
1: them. They kidnapped them from houses. Yeah, it just—it it really wants to hammer on how hammer home how awful Unfair. this is. Yeah, like,
2: yeah. Well, yeah in and, a horrible position.
0: And and I think too, I, it it sort of helps establish our uh, like notice how when we get introduced to the uh, our, our first scientist uh, and oh, I'm, his name's escaping me at it's the moment. The uh Trendle. Yeah, Trendle. When we first see him, it is this creepy close-up of his yeah. mouth. With slight, like, like even his facial hair is weaselly. He yeah. looks
2: extremely evil. Later he looks normal, but that's when he's not around the animals.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I think that that's on purpose. Yeah. Like, he naturally softens through the story. <clears throat> but, but it's but, also essentially from
3: the animal's perspective, you know? Like That's uh, true.
0: That's true. As, like, this,
1: as this one rat drills the head off of another rat. <laughs> yes. uh,
0: uh, the focus on the violence, by the way, throughout this entire series is dis. Disturbingly beautiful.
2: Yeah, it's really beautiful. I was actually pretty shocked when one of them actually got hurt. I was like, Oh yeah. my god, they're they're just as vulnerable to this as the everyone first else. one to get yeah.
1: hurt is the rabbit gets shot in the head. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, like the first three, one of the three. That goes. Yeah. So. Um. So then we we, we transitioned through to this uh, to I think like several pages of how many panels per page? Three, six, nine, 12, 15, 18, 18, 18 panels, panels, panels page. per page for um,
2: security footage coverage. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's it's such an interesting way to tell the story, too. Yeah. And it's kind of put
3: so much on Frank Whiteley. It yeah. does!
0: Well, I'm sure this was his
3: choice. Because I feel like, yeah. like
1: Grant and Frank... Grant and Frank, you know, all Grant and Frank. It <laughs> probably works super... Grant works really close together, I imagine. So yeah. I, I, I would imagine the script for this was... Like, okay, Frank, I just want that, like, you know, one, two... You have four. You have six pages to show the animals escape. These are the kind of things, like... The woman should, you know, blah blah blah, blah do that. Because I, I, I would imagine that Frank quietly did this to himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think Grant Morrison's like, okay, man, you're gonna draw 18 panels on
0: four or six consecutive pages. Deal with it. Yeah. You know? Um. So, Kelly, you're an editor. Yes. Uh. In terms of like visual design and how the stories paced through this first issue, mm-hmm. like, what are what are your thoughts on that and, and um. how they present? the story visually.
2: Well, I really I really liked it because whenever something chaotic starts happening, you have to start moving very quickly. And it's yeah. like a sense of you know, when something horribly like violent happens to you in real life, your senses are put on like a, a very quick like, oh what's happening? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's all happening so fast you don't you barely understand it but you know and it's and that's what they do here. It's like they do some of these pages where something violent happens, they have those little slivers in a row. Yeah. (laughs) A bunch of little slivers. And I thought that was really interesting. And all the boxes, yeah. A
1: ton of tiny little panels. It almost look like like this is the most gruesome iPad ever. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Ever. yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, all <laughs> all the apps, really like, yeah. All these yeah. apps, they're like, they're app size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: I like that because it captures a little bit of every little thing that's yeah. happening and, and and that's kind of how your perception is while things like that are uh, happening. Not that I've ever been in a yeah. fucking shootout. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? You not haven't that I've, lived, man. Not that I've ever had a cat's like projectile claws <laughs> split open my
0: fingernail or puncture my eyeball. I
2: know, that, oh. that one panel of his eyeball getting punctured by a claw. And
0: it's and it's not it's just enough like the, the yeah. pressure that you yeah. see through the visual of the eyebrow like the eyeball pressing right. into Oh Right.
2: Well it's also the that those those effects also give a sense of slow motion too. Yeah. yeah you have a, you have a um chance to figure out exactly what is all happening and you have it all in front of you. Yeah. Well Which it's interesting it's too
0: interesting. because when people talk about high pressure high uh, high traumatic situations like that you they, they discuss that sort of micro versus macro yeah. Yeah. viewpoint of it where you're in the moment And all you really are cognizant of is the macro, and then you think back and you remember all of these tiny little details. details. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we have there. Um, I also really love, like, in that very in the first issue, it's like six pages of
1: eighteen panel pages of all the security footage, and like three or like two to three different narratives of like how they escape, and then you get to them escaping, and it's that double page spread of just the three of them. Free, like bounding into Flying the night, into uh, the yeah. space, yeah. I and felt, they do if, that a lot. They, they they do that like really intense, tense panels, panel, panel, and then double page spread,
0: and it's like, yeah. this nice, Piece relax. Of, yeah. yeah, it's it's a release. It's yeah. uh, it's like a pacing release. I I love that. So yeah. yeah, so we were talking about the security cameras, and that's how they tell the story of of the uh, of the we three escaping, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I, I really liked I really liked how stuttering and jarring and even within the security footage, how we just like slowly zoom into like the worst parts of what's happening yeah. and there's a patience, I think, to the storytelling, even through the chaos that uh that really lends itself, it makes it feel like this story is longer than just 90 pages.
2: Right, that's true. Yeah, I was very surprised at how quickly I got through it, but then I was like, oh my god, so so much just happened. Yeah. (laughs) And And I also started it off thinking, like, um... I don't know if I'm gonna, like, be able to identify with this story. And then by the end of it, I was, like, devastated. Yeah? (laughs) Personally.
1: I don't relate to animals. Well, I do!
2: But I was like, all this violence, like, what is this world? Like, I don't know if I can get into this. And then it was, like, by, you know, halfway through the the, the middle section...
0: Well, I think I think part of that too, again, like we were saying before, is, is Grant Morrison doing a fantastic job of, of characterization.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, in Alan, you're you're a huge you're a huge characterization guy. I mean, even when you perform, you try to give the characters you're performing as like distinct voices and points of view. So, yeah. like, what uh, what was really successful in that realm for you? What were your favorite uh, voices and characters in the story? <clears throat>
3: The thing that I'm even, like, that I'm realizing now that I had not before is that there's very much, like, if you, like, reading uh, New X-Men by Grant Morris and Frank Quitely, the dog and the cat kind of have a very, um, like, it's a closer bond, but, like, a Wolverine-Cyclops-esque. Yeah. Oh, sure, kind of thing. Yeah. uh, Frenemies. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) frenemies. Kind of, like, one is, like, yeah, they both have, like, that kind of thing that I'm just noticing now. And the rabbit, I would probably say, is, like, a Nightcrawler-esque. Nightcrawler's really an idiot. No, he's he's, like... He's a little rabbit. instinctual.
1: He's very, um... I don't know. Bunnies.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> and, like, the reason... And I feel like there's definitely a reason why the rat... Like, you see the rabbit get hurt and like mm-hmm. the rabbit kind of goes down and the
1: others that page cause like they're basically they're just like running through the wilderness and they come across they come across a like father and son yeah, like, yeah. who are just like out driving like going hunting sure. yes and
2: well, <clears throat> by these creatures they'd
1: never seen. but they're as terrified too like cause the dog just keeps saying like where are we going? Home.
4: Yeah. Like where yeah. is
1: home? Home is when I don't have to run anymore, basically. Yeah. Like, home is where we don't run or something. Right. Like God. so that's
0: that's actually our second issue. The the second issue we we catch up with them and they're out in the open trying to get according to Bandit, uh, I refuse to call him one.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, according Bandit to Bandit, pirate. they're trying to they're trying to get home. And at first all you hear all you see is uh his thoughts about going home, and you—you you immediately know it's yeah. going to end poorly. The way that they—they uh, they focus on his determination, yeah, to get home, the, and then when we open, we open on immediately more carnage. Uh, we are yeah. just shredding rabbits. I
1: love the opening of issue two is like peaceful, like Bambi esque meadow yeah. of like of rabbits, and then you hear like run. Rabbit run rabbit and I love I it's just really cute that like these three animals are trying to warn the other animals as if the yeah. other animals are as advanced as they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're like guys run run and then the
0: rabbits of course get run shot the sh- fuck up fits. by the government that's well, after them. What I love about that though too is if you go back to the end of the first issue before the last thing that we see with the scientists and the government discussing the animals like it's a couple pages back there they're, yeah. they're they're talking about how these these are animals and they don't have emotion they don't have emotion and they don't have feeling and immediately yeah we see that like oh well maybe it was you guys that didn't have that because yeah. you felt that it was okay to do this to another animal as long as it wasn't you
1: yeah right. as long as it's not a human but like we now learn that if you can give these animals the ability to like emote or the, the ability to express what they're thinking you find out oh, to
2: reason giving
0: do, them the ability to reason when the
2: cat says one knows zero does that mean that one doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it took me a few reads too. Yeah. No, and I was like, oh,
3: wow, one yeah. knows
0: zero. Oh, one knows nothing.
2: Yeah. yeah okay one knows zero. I it's the not, cat I mean, saying you're wrong, and then the dog's like, oh Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought it was um Zero was the their scientist boss. Like, oh if they're yeah. all numerical, then Zero was their creator.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
4: But that yeah. makes
1: way more sense.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's another one of those um Grant Morrison, the way that he writes too, um, we're talking about how some writers try to just, like, push the plot forward through word balloons. Um, but he's not a writer that... And I, and I. and it, sometimes it's really frustrating because he leaves, like... It almost feels like he leaves too much out. But he doesn't really walk you... No. He doesn't hold your hand a lot no. in his scripts. Mm-hmm. Like, you... Uh, a lot of his books do require... Uh, not require, but you get more out of them if you read them and reread them. Yeah. Like, new stuff rises to the surface.
3: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And
0: yeah, like like for example,
3: well, that's like what like the best writers do. Like yeah. the best writers characterize people, uh, like and and like Will just do going their through thing. and
1: getting really disturbed by <laughs> <of> it. <him. laughs> uh.
3: um, but he's he's amazing. Like, what was the DC um, like that big DC event? Oh, Infinite Crisis. Infinite Crisis. No, Final Crisis. Oh, Final Final Crisis. Final Crisis yeah. Um, Too many like, crises. I read it once and. I, like, I know I'd probably have to read it again and again
0: to get it.
4: Mm -hmm. Because
0: it was like, (laughs) it was way, it's like, even those first five pages where Metron shows up at the beginning of civilization and just says, here, here is knowledge. And I was like, I don't,
4: what the fuck is happening in this (laughs) story? A lot of those
2: times, yeah, it takes so long to read through and look at the picture and it's still not registering something. Yeah. 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 There's
3: people who had to see the Matrix seven times.
2: Yeah. Yeah
4: when they're yeah. on
1: the bridge and like the rats are coming after them and like the bridge explodes and they all fall right. and then dog so the- is or bandit is pulling that person out and he's like good dog help man good dog yes
2: that's too and then, sad and then, and, later- and then it's nice Aww. and
1: then at the very bottom of the page like you oh he saved this guy and then you realize oh no he saved half of a guy and a he's bird is eating his dead. spine
4: yeah
2: that was so heartbreaking. Good, yeah. good man, good dog. And like, was like just trying. The dog just wants to help. And the dog. Yeah, that's like one of those horrible situations where like a baby nuzzles up to her dead mother. Or yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you're uh, like, there's no love there. There's nothing. There's
0: now. there's nothing there. And that's and, and I think that for me, at that point, certainly solidified the idea that no, these are these are animals with weapons, but like actual animals. It, what gets what gets lost to these to the to the high reasoned high minded people yeah. here is that animals and especially the types of animals that they that they uh, are in we3 are not animals that are animals of provocation these are animals that fight if they're like if you confront yeah. them
2: right and that's
0: how and that's how they react it goes poorly every time like yeah they blow a train up because, uh, because the train is a threat, and they've also been... Like, the sci- like the government has sent out these, like, rats that are remote-controlled yeah. to try and take the three of them down. And they're threatened, and their fight-or-flight response kicks in, and it just so happens that their fight response is devastating. Yeah, yeah. because they got the...
3: What I don't get is, why didn't they just make some goddamn robots in this thing? <laughs> why did you have to put a living thing in there?
0: Because, because robots are too dangerous. Not
3: if you can not if the remote control
0: game. I was yeah, of course not. No, it makes total sense. It's a hundred percent more you sense. You have this technology? You can make a robot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, can make it is, a robot.
2: It is very but, interesting. I'm like, what what is the animal thing? It's because they have they have more Ugh, they have like instincts and thought processes that yeah, that makes sense wouldn't.
0: yeah like they have they have the built in
2: and the teamwork thing was the biggest oh
0: yeah because they they, they work very, as a team they work
2: as a team oh.
1: yeah but also if they were all robots you wouldn't get a giant was this is a mastiff yeah. a bull mastiff <laughs> yeah giant. at the end
2: of part 2 we see a huge mastiff which honestly made me laugh when I yeah. saw <laughs> his, his tiny mastiff head
1: and big tongue with all the drool or yeah, blood my, blood yeah. my you reaction see you was a
2: pig. You can see oh it yeah page. oh I didn't even get that
1: yeah yeah, a pig. yeah they were like ugh oh, ah, oh, Frank quietly <laughs> and they're sneaking they,
0: why didn't they kidnap like a lion <laughs> that's oh man well, I think, that, I think that they kept kidnapping animals that they felt like they could control. Well,
2: yeah, yeah the dogs, dogs are loyal, but they're also extremely smart. Also, yeah. if
1: if the dog's costume made him that big, a lion, which is m- so much bigger than a dog, would have required a much huger robot body. Yeah. Like so, a full tank body. Yeah, so it's like, you know, yeah. uh, don't have the resources. <laughs> Not a lot of money. Just get like yeah. a tiny rabbit and make it like a little bit bigger.
2: <laughs> I love that he's behind bars as if that would... Do anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: and then we get to uh, the third issue, which has the rabbit on the cover. Which, like, after you've just seen
0: him get shot in the head, okay? He so isn't let's dead. so let's talk about that before we get oh, into yeah. the third issue. So once they get out of the woods, they've blown up a train, but uh, but dogs, they get separated. They the do get separated is. because uh, rabbit, which I love, I love the understatedness of he's the first one to see the train and he hops over the train and drops a mine on it. Yeah, and as he does that, he says. Uh-oh. Yes. Which is the only way the rabbit knows how to explain trouble yes. is uh-oh. He's a 2-year-old. Uh yeah, and uh, and then the train blows up so they get separated and when they find th- when they find three again, um, he's being confronted by a hunter. A hunter's dog and the hunter's son, yeah. just at the edge of the woods.
1: And he's just in the and uh, the rabbit is just saying, "Boss, fix tail." Because his tail is uh, is broken. Oh. His tail is he's broken like, in the earlier fight. He just keeps saying, "Fix tail, home
2: now, eat." Yes, the rabbit breaks my heart because he always wants to eat. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sad. He's just like a baby that's hungry.
3: I feel like there, like the reason that you see the rabbit, like the rabbit goes. Like most of like most of the damage happens to him. Yeah. It's because people can accept it more because rabbits are pets, but also in most cult, like in a lot of places they're also food and they're, yeah. really they're considered, considered a pests. Very yeah. Long time.
2: Yeah, you can like people break rabbits' necks and hang them up, but Ugh. like breaking a dog's neck and hanging it up, you yeah.
3: can't imagine like, that. Like you <laughs>
4: can't
2: you
3: like killing. People are like you could kill a cat in yeah. a movie and it would be fun. Like in *Boondock Saints*, you killed—they killed that cat and it would be funny. But if that was a dog, it would people not get, be. Yeah, like, there are different levels yeah. of that. There's also—it's
1: uh, true. Earlier in issue two, when they when um when I think it's uh bandit is going through that jeep and it's like off tiny panels. There's like a panel of a rabbit's foot which is, like, kind of foreshadowing of, like, the fact of, like, yeah, our, our culture doesn't give a shit about rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> so like,
0: well, you know, we rabbits... We rabbits' feet. Rabbits, uh, rabbits are considered prey animals because their eyes are on the sides of their head.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, predator animals have their eyes in the, in front, the front so that really? they can scan and attack. Uh, yeah. Right. Which is why, which is why a rabbit... I used to have a rabbit.
2: I did, too. And I the first time I read rabbit it, rabbit I was like, it. oh! Me, too. <laughs> 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 Henry Madison!
0: Um... <laughs> Yeah, but uh, they they are uh, that's why a rabbit will will always sit slightly cocked to a room so that it can keep one of its eyes yeah. on the rest of the room. And that's why that's why their their eyes sort of round out so that they can scan with one eye. Oh wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I to be honest, at the beginning I thought maybe the rabbit would be the ringleader because he's the smallest. And yeah. I feel like in stories like this, like the big guy is the dope
1: yeah. And, like, yeah.
2: so the dog would be stupid and the rabbit would end up being smarter. But as I went along, I realized that was not the case. And I was like, oh, <laughs> duh. <They're>, like, rabbit's <laughs> brains are not as developed as
1: dogs. Yeah, yeah. Because the dog is asking and, like, discovering all these kind of, like, existential... Like, he's going through, like, a big character arc.
2: Yeah, whenever he says bad, sick, that's really sad. Oh, yeah. When when they get sick. to...
1: Well, I don't know, this is, like, skipping ahead a little bit because this thing that I... This Grant Morrison thing where I didn't realize on the second time I read it through was when his uh, coat like when his like armor starts coming off and he says like dog good coat bad
4: is not bandit
1: it's
0: coat coat. yeah Yeah, I I liked
2: that moment too I was like oh my god he's gonna learn Like, what's gonna happen to his body oh my god
0: yeah well what, so so right now we're at the edge of the woods and 3 gets shot right through the head. Yeah. But like and it doesn't it, kill him. Like, it just like it grazes He can't yeah. speak anymore. Though. Yeah, but it affects his it, it affects his ability to communicate and what I loved here is that dog it, it, Bandit 1 initially like instinctually attacks Yeah. The hunter. The cat beheads the dog. that's Yeah, with the, the dog hunter. is just
2: cut, cut but,
0: in yeah. half. But then, <laughs> but then, bandit's like heartbreak that he let three down and yeah. just telling himself, "Bad dog." And not only let him down, but also killed a human because he doesn't like. It's clear that it's clear that he they realizes. Kill the kid? Well, no, the kid. No, the kid survives. they find the kid. They find yeah, the kid. Okay. Was yeah, the kid Yeah,
3: Grant Morrison isn't that mean.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I mean, I feel like. The cat was the only... Only one of the creatures that could kill that dog and it'd be acceptable. Because yeah. you're like yeah. cats, dogs, they are enemies. Yeah. I
1: mean there was like, there's been whole movies based
3: around it. Yeah. Like, cats versus dogs. Yeah. <laughs> cats versus dogs too. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, that's Revenge
3: of Pussy Pitches. Galore. Yeah. Or Kitty Galore. <laughs> Kitty Galore. <laughs> Kitty Galore. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Pussy Galore is a different woman. Yeah, that's bond.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um but like, do, like That's what they did not have at uh at the comic shop is Pussy Galore.
3: Yeah.
2: Galore.
3: <laughs> but you can't like Poussey Dogs, dogs are so like intertwined with humans. Like we're like yeah. that's the idea. Like you can't hurt a dog. Like if you see somebody hurt, like beating the shit out of a dog on screen, like you can't you can't, can't deal have, with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But in Tom Sawyer, they talk about drowning cats to get rid of their warts, yeah. and, like kids would do that. Like <laughs> yeah. Like.
2: Did you guys see Amores Perros?
0: No. no, no, no. I haven't.
2: Dogs die. I really get through it, yeah. You, what is
4: that's it Pedro,
0: Al- Pedro
2: Almodovar? Yeah, and I think, um, who's in it? It's it's just terrifying. It's called, I think it translates to love is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but it insinuates the dogs, because dogs are like a huge part of the movie. Okay. And mm. it's real sad. I couldn't get through it exactly like we can't like there's something in us it's like
1: it's a good thing that the dog doesn't die in
0: this yes yeah well that's you know I think that's an interesting point though too uh, in sort of playing in the idea of man's best friend is that just a is that just an attribute that we've given dogs or do we feel like I don't know they're, they're so
1: loyal yeah. yeah, and it's like it's naturally. I mean, I guess they can't help it because it's like a dog's nature to be like loyal and caring and like show you affection. So they make us feel good. Because, yeah, I
2: think that you have to have had a connection with a dog to feel that way. Yeah. So I think I remember as a kid, I was terrified of dogs, and I don't think I would react to seeing a dog killed <laughs> if, I, yeah. if I had, I had never had, made uh, like a connection. You, know? you deserved it, you yeah. dog! Because you scared me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had nothing but dogs growing up, like, yeah. multiple dogs at all times, so I love dogs yeah. so much.
3: I, have a, I had a dog, and it's, like, my first memory, That my earliest <laughs> memory is of me getting that dog. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so, like, I'm connected to dogs. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm kind a dog of like, person. If we're to talk Game of Thrones, it's like... I haven't uh, seen it! I don't care. You, re- <laughs> you have to read it.
1: It's amazing. I've read, yeah, I've read I've the first I've seen book. the books. You've, You've seen didn't... them on bookshops. <laughs> I've seen them in bookshops. I'm wow. aware that they're sold to people. But <laughs> uh, we get to uh, the third issue where they find a homeless man who like gives them a for some reason in my head it's a McDonald's
0: cheeseburger. Because it looks like a McDonald's cheeseburger. It's mm-hmm. so thin.
3: He's also homeless, so it's probably a McDonald's yeah.
0: cheeseburger. <laughs> I want to believe it's a Mac it's a MacDac cheeseburger. Uh, char- he, <laughs> he went CGI to Bear Trades. Burger and got a yeah. Uh, yeah, got got an elk. A, a, Ostrich
1: bird, Yeah, so he's like taking care of the dog and the and the rabbit. All three of them are there, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. All three of them are there, and the rabbit's just like stacking out.
0: And, and everyone looks talk. like
2: shit. And you're yeah. like, oh god, they're gonna die. Yeah, because because they're so thirsty. And, and
0: one thing that we we haven't brought up yet is that the scientists keep talking about the fact that these they're these massive. animals need medication yeah. to continue to survive this way. And at this point, they are they're out. They don't have their meds. And they don't, I don't even, do they know that they need medication? I can't remember if well, it's Well, I think said. they do. Yeah, they keep just saying that we're sick. They're, like, they, oh, they're yeah. sick
2: and they don't know how to fix it. I don't think they know about the medication. And I think yeah. also it was uh, unclear to me as to whether the animals themselves need a medication or they need a medication because they're in suits.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably because they were in the suits. That's probably
2: it, because yeah. of the ending. Well,
1: unless that just yeah. means at the ending of this we think it's happy, but it's just not because they're just going to die a couple days later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but
2: I feel like it's far enough later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. But then the, the bull mastiff attacks.
0: Oh man, the eats bull mastiff the rabbit, is like, so scary that his, the, the one time he speaks, it is just a speech balloon filled with
2: black.
4: I remember oh. that,
2: that black speech balloon, but that was because he was getting hurt, right? Well,
4: yeah, I, I don't I thought know. that
2: too- that was him dying at first, but then he died on like the next page. Ugh.
0: That that makes sense too. Like that is like the complete. That's like the. When
2: I saw the black speech balloon, that yeah. was when his face is covered in blood, and I was like, that means death. Yeah.
0: Basically. Okay. Yeah, you're right. See, I the, I took that. But and, that
2: is weird that he never said anything before that. Yeah. Yeah. They just not give him that. It's just, just a killing machine. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but the 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 government is now like trying to like draw them out to kill them. Uh, just, they're using their their the doctor that made them. They're using her as bait, and. When she
2: That's a really sad panel. Yeah,
1: like she like it's raining and she is like she knows that they're gonna shoot her and she's supposed to draw Bandit out and she he bandit comes up and she just like <laughs> And Bandit's just like, we three good, good dog, home now. Yeah. He thought like, it was yeah. over, because she yeah. was there. Because they like her, and she likes Yeah, She's like, like they're... nice. And, then, and then, when then
2: she tells him to run, he's like, what? ah, what the he,
1: fuck? She says the name on your collar was Bandit, and then you are Bandit, in, in like, the language that he would understand, mm-hmm. and then she gets shot. <laughs> she, like, say, sacrifices yeah. herself. It, yeah. He has a
2: lot of, like, question mark speech bubbles, where he's like, what's happening?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, more of the attacking, uh, and then the was it, yeah, that's this really great moment where it's the bull mastiff versus bandit, and then the the other doctor is, like, says, oh, she taught the animals to work as a team, and then you turn the page and it's just like the There's
2: cat. the cat, Action yeah. cat
1: shot, like he's Wolverine
2: Wait, the or something. the cat has it's, been missing for a few pages. Cat? Yeah. He's yeah. Wolverine. I told yeah. You. yeah. Yeah.
0: It's an I, epic shot. I'll tell you, too, and again, it's, it's the storytelling that Frank Quitely uses, and Going back to issue two briefly, uh, and Kelly, you'd mentioned this, there's a sequence of panels where the cat is tearing people apart. Yeah. And the panels the panels actually go from like front on and they slowly turn yeah. three-dimensionally on the page right. and flip over as if a page being turned. Yeah. And the cat is jumping through these panels and killing people. The cat is so good at killing that he is breaking the... He alters the... time
2: and space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, You yeah, say, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: the cat is good at what it does.
2: Yeah. The best there is <laughs> at what <laughs> it does. Fuck
3: it, I'm an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you are not just the
2: best so there is like, at
0: saying that phrase. God, saying it say, catchphrase. Ew. <laughs> oh god I'm giving up but you did but, use air quotes when you said it so I it doesn't did. count
3: thank you the no, cat, he didn't use air quotes no, he so
2: he's could, giving me Yeah, out. he did not use air quotes
0: the cat and the dog just like tear
1: tear shit up and then they basically just like the bull if they have to put him down and they operate command Fido and blow his head up
2: yes oh. his head bursts
1: yeah yeah, like a balloon like a bloody, like a bloody dog
0: balloon. And then yes. what
2: do they think is going to happen? Oh, then they corner him in some building. <laughs> Rabbit's yeah. dead.
0: Yeah, rabbit. Rabbit has been at this point bull. The the bull mastiff number like, four. Yeah, like has uh, his head shredded yeah. through. And all oh. the, oh, the last thing that the last thing that three says is he's in the jaws of the bull mastiff, and he says, "Uh oh, uh yeah. oh, oh, that's oh. so sad." But
2: then he knows that like something awesome is going to happen, right? Something cool happens right after he says, uh oh. Something, something explodes?
1: Because does he. Poop does a train out? Oh, yeah, come because in? he poops out of mine. Oh, that's
2: oh, right. Oh, yeah. He, and
0: he says, uh oh. And, he, and
2: blows he, you yeah. Out. he, yeah, he's like self destructing right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. That's, he poops out of mine. He that poops. is hilarious. I never even thought about that. They, yeah. They're tiny, like rabbit turds. Yeah, yeah they're like little pellets.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then that's the most instinctual way that that's so how a rabbit they
2: find like an abandoned building. Yeah,
1: and they start walking down. That's where it's like broken is leg coat, bad coat, coat is coat not bandit is and coat
2: you know, like, not. Well, let's I'm talk sure about they're where gonna they're, gonna they're die.
4: walking uh,
0: because I am fairly certain that bandit has led them to where the family that he used to live with. Is? I believe I believe that he mm. leads them to the to their His former property. Home. Which is why it's such a heart. Which is why this—the reveal sad, yeah. that it's under construction and nobody lives there—just breaks me. It's like all, if all those we're buildings
2: done it didn't work.
4: Yeah, and
2: probably his town is like war torn and totally blown to shreds. Yeah, like because look at all the other buildings—they're all blown out and yeah, this like yeah. And yeah, what if? Yeah, what if he finally found his way home because dogs know how to find their way home. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That's what I thought. That's that that's, where... that's how
0: I read that. That and makes sense. They just... And once he gets home, I think, too, is when that... That's why we see more of him talking about being bandit. And he keeps yeah. using... Referring to himself as bandit more once he's within the vicinity of this property because he he he's in what he considers his yeah. former life. Yeah. Is coat,
1: not we. It's just like... Oh. Nature versus nurture, guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, there was no nurture. There was no nurture. <laughs> hey, there was with the doctor.
2: Yeah, the <laughs> doctor. That's true.
0: Them. And Roberta it, was her name. I can't remember.
2: It's like Henry,
0: Alice. Uh, I'll will flip back and keep going. Uh, Carla. Carla. Carlana Carlana Valdez.
4: Valdez. There we go.
0: Uh, and the Her end name of- was Bromp spunkly. <laughs> <laughs> None of us c- saw that coming. Yeah, the
2: most loving name ever.
1: <laughs> and then like the series Bromph ends with you. the homeless like they're living with the homeless man. They've shed all of their coat.
4: Yeah. And
1: their bodies are all like shaven and have like like you know blisters punctures. and pokies and yeah. pokies. Pogies. You say punch- punctures, I and say pokies. And they can
2: still talk.
1: <laughs> Brett White, because the they doctor. have those brains. Yeah, <laughs> they have the Oh yeah, well, then we'll later <laughs> You've got some pokies over here. Later we find out that the scientist uh, is testifying against name? the senator. What? The scientist oh, um is testifying against the senator. Um, the senator that like wanted to shut it down or whatever. I can't. Right, yeah. because the
0: scientist is who finally finds them yeah. in the basement. And he's he's finally realized Roseanne Barry. That was her name. Oh yeah. Uh, he's finally realized that what she saw in them yeah. you know because he he now sees them as not just science experiments but animals who deserve to live because yeah. they've proven that all they wanted they didn't want to fight they just wanted to go home yeah they just to be... at this
2: point they might be dead though right or at some point we thought they were gonna die because of the explosion back here oh yeah yeah and like oh because they... the cat
1: detonates Oh yeah, the cat detonates like the Oh yeah, the huge the,
2: explosion the, where everyone goes down Looks like it, a nuclear yeah. bomb or Yeah, whatever. a lot of those SWAT team dudes are done well, yeah. I, think
0: oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I think what happens there is that They they do that in the property That they first walk into uh-huh. And what happens with the scientists finding them Is actually in another property nearby
2: Oh, that's a fake out or some shit I
0: think so, yeah
2: And uh, they're fighting in a different basement somewhere.
4: Yeah
1: and then yeah, when we end with the the scientist going to testify, giving the homeless man like hundreds of dollars on the steps of the courthouse yeah, to to take care of those.
3: Boy, did they not heads. know where they were
4: at?
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh well,
0: my gosh. Yeah. It, it, well, I think that that's I think that's sort of the point, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, 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 they, they really didn't. I thought that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we saw a whole lot of
1: animals getting killed.
2: Yeah. A whole
1: lot of people getting killed. Yeah,
2: people getting chopped up. Like, lots of bodies just getting blown apart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing left. Nothing left to bury. But yeah. not, not in a way that, like, Frank, Frank Whiteley's art is, like, Mobius level. Yeah. In the violence of, like, the detail in it and just the use of negative space within panels yeah. and just what to like he has a great instinct for like how to frame a shot yeah really really great instinct and for, for maximum impact on whatever the, the the story requires and it's the book is gorgeous
1: yeah mm-hmm. highly recommended you can get it on Comicsology or on Amazon through our site yeah. I was attracted to money. this book
2: when I saw the cover um, yeah a few years ago and yeah I was like, oh my god, that definitely looks like something I want to read, and I never read it until this week.
4: Yeah, I really, really
2: liked it. I'm definitely recommending it to my brother, because I feel like he, um, he's also torn to shreds when, like, whenever, like, animal suffering is happening. Yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is the book for you! Yeah! Yes. <laughs>
0: hey, bro! Hey bro, you're having a great day? Read this. I'm trying to think of bad.
3: what would be, like, a better dog than a bullmastiff, and I and I haven't because I was like, what other what other other like bull mastiff do I know from like film or television that people are terrified, but the beast from Sandlot. Yeah. Oh. yeah. A bull yeah. mastiff. Yeah. yeah. And They're probably like the scariest dogs. Yeah, because like, of how we, big
2: they are. Because yeah. they're so
3: big and they're huge, like those jowls. Yes. Yeah, like Doberman's German Shepherds, Rottweilers. And Rottweilers and Pitbulls. Like those yeah. are all like those are, like, intimidating dogs, but I'd say, like, Bullmastiff is probably the scariest looking yeah. In appearance. Yeah. 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 Ah, so, uh, thanks for coming by
1: and reading this, uh, uplifting at the end. You just have to get
0: through a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, a happy
1: ending. But... Yeah,
0: any other final thoughts on the book itself? I loved it, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I cried at the end uh, the first time I read it and I cried again when we reread it for the show this week yeah, yeah. Uh, I I am a I am an overly emotional child, though. Well,
3: that's, that's only because you were forced into a robot suit and killing a bunch of people. One yeah, time. yeah. It's bringing back, too back a lot
4: of memories. Yeah.
3: Not <laughs> proud
0: of, not proud of my past.
3: You
4: guys. I definitely
2: recommend this book. However, if you've gotten to this point in the podcast, I would have hoped you've read it. Before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. We obliterated your knowledge like the cat
3: obliterates a people. Like we just, yeah. like, you know everything. We, we shot it. Yeah, yes, we, we just it. Yeah. through
2: yeah. people's brains.
3: Yeah. Uh, sp- Spoiler alert, we should have said that phrase before <laughs> yeah. we started talking about yeah. we'll what's yeah. up. You know what's up, people. <laughs> you uh, know what's
2: up. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. Uh
0: for having uh, us. Plug away. Uh, what, uh, what do you have oh, coming up soon? Okay,
2: so the rejected pitches uh, thing we mentioned earlier, our season two, quote unquote, is starting this week on Wednesday, whatever that date is. Uh, yeah,
0: that'll Wednesday. be Wednesday the, the 5th. Th-
2: the 5th, yeah. So, check that out. It's every Wednesday for the next six Wednesdays. We've got new episodes. Oh, nice. And what's the website? Uh, the website is Above Average on YouTube.
0: So, it's uh, YouTube.com slash Above Average.
2: Above Average. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. Uh, what else, uh, what else do you have what going else do on? What do I
2: have going on? I don't know. Oh, check out FudsMenu.com. F-U-D-S. Oh, it's a so fake funny. menu that I made with my two friends. And yeah. F-U-D-S-M-E-N-U dot com um, other than that yeah mod team stuff in a couple weeks and other than that
3: yeah thoughts up um, I uh, look for Sandino we perform at the uh, UCB theater on Herald Night but we also have these other separate shows coming at the end of the month mm-hmm. uh, tied with this other great team doppelganger mm-hmm. uh, but also check me out I will be writing hilarious tweets forever um,
4: uh, <laughs> well you uh, know
3: at, at Alan Starzinski on
2: nice. Twitter. Oh, oh, one more thing. Uh I'm gonna be in Boston next weekend doing the Boston Comedy Arts Festival with yes. my beige with my sketch team beige and with another team called the wrestling team. We're doing a show called The Creep Twins, in which I play an evil villain and we sing songs. Yeah.
0: Delightful. Yes. Delightful. Um awesome. Awesome,
1: great. Well you can go on and check out uh, our website, Matt and Brett Love Comics, where we'll have links where you can buy all of these Comics and read them.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you do, if you do, click through from the site, uh, kicks back a little money to us at no cost to you. Yes, FYI.
1: And may, be sure to go back and check out our back our back issues because mm. all of our episodes are not time sensitive. What is that's the, right? All of our episodes are ever evergreen. That's we right.
0: <laughs> uh, we mentioned we mentioned our uh, we mentioned the Death Ray earlier in the episode. We talked to Fantastic Four artist Ryan Stegman about that and had a really great time doing yeah. that. We it's just
1: really talked like to her. Kelly Sue DeConnick, writer of Captain. To Marvel about planetary,
0: yeah. Awesome. Oh man, had so much fun That's talking fun. about that.
1: Uh, and also so some big. of my personal yeah. favorites Hallie Keefer talking about Incredible Hulk, Has you been Prang talking about Rob Bleifeld's X Force, volume two. your volume two, yeah. Uh, really great
0: stuff. Go on to check all that out. subscribe yes. ever re- want
2: to talk about Adrian Tomine or Daniel? Oh, Klaus? yeah, Please, oh, yeah,
0: hi. I will, yeah. Amen. Or you could rewind to the beginning of this episode and re listen to this one as a back issue, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, great, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Brett White. Uh, I have a comic book resources column called In Your Face Jam that goes up on Wednesday evenings uh, and this podcast, guys. Yeah. Left Hand Radio is doing a show on September 6th.
0: Yes, Thursday, this Thursday, September 6th, 7.30pm at UCB East, we are going to be doing the next sequel machine show, Dark Knight 4. Uh, we have 25 writers that have written a sequel to The Dark Knight Rises, um, I was working on sound effects for it before I came over here. It is crazy. Yes. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Spider-Man four was a sequel machine show and we had a lot of fun at that. So please come out on Thursday, September 6th at 7 30 PM. Um, I'll also be in Boston for the Boston comedy arts festival with left-handed radio. If you want to come out and say hi, other than that, uh, check us out, like us on Facebook, Leave a review. Talk to us. Tell us what you want us to read. We'd uh, we'd love to hear your suggestions. Um, if you head to iTunes, please rate and review the show. Those do mean a lot to us and do factor into the algorithm of how people find new shows. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, it's alchemy. It's it's <laughs> alchemy. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks and uh, for nice. yeah, we had a really really great time today. Yeah, and if you awesome. If you see their episodes of Comic Book Men and reruns, email us and let us know what you think seeing the episode after you've heard what you've heard about the behind the scenes. How does it translate to the the screen? Yeah. I
3: will say that uh, the engagement bullshit did not make it on the show. I know yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. They were like, uh, nope, we don't need Oops,
2: this. Oops, we had a horrible idea. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. well, we will see you guys
1: on Thursday, hopefully at the UCB Theater East for Dark Knight 4 at 7.30 p.m. And if not, we'll see you next week on the podcast, because we have eyes in your ears. Yeah! Uh,
0: this is Matt and Brett, and we love comics. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> you didn't
3: say all to